everyone, welcome to the eighth episode of Mixtape Book Club Podcast. My name's Ellen. And my name's Mel. Each week we take a look at, at a different trope in the huge collection of Destiel fan fiction. And this week it's Christmas, it's the holidays, um, so we've decided to um, read some Christmas sort of related fix and recommend some that we love to you. Um, we'd like to say thank you to everybody who's listened to our episodes so far in the year 2020 and left us comments on our blog or on our social media. Links to all the fix that we'll be talking about today are going to be available in this episode's post on mixtapebookclub.com and included in our collection on, on AO3. So this week, um, we want to wish all everyone who's celebrating this week um, a very happy Christmas or whichever holiday of choice that you're celebrating this week Um, because uh, you know it's a busy time of year and we've all got such a lot on at the moment it's just going to be the two of us this week talking about Christmassy stuff Um, but we do have three fics that we're going to talk about this week the first one is Christmas in July by Follow Your Energy Um, The Bad Santa Claus um, by a whole bunch of fabulous authors it's like a group project for the second fic and um, the third fic is called snow place like home but my home is with you and that one's by Almasi. so it's quite a busy time in the fandom at the moment we've got a few things going on um, one of which is that the supernatural quarantine zine has just released um, less than 48 hours ago as we're recording it's a donation-based pdf zine collection of fan fiction and fan art it's it's really pretty and it's got some lovely stories in it um and it is a voluntary donation just a dollar minimum is the only thing that you need to donate and it all goes directly to direct relief um which is a great non-profit here in the united states um we'll leave a link to that in the blog post in case anybody is interested in obtaining a copy of that scene but I do believe that we've raised over a thousand dollars already um it's oh, awesome so the more the merrier really good news yeah and we both have little stories in this one so um yeah we're both pretty keen to to see it do well <laughs> it's yeah. a great scene like have a look the artwork is really beautiful as well so um the other thing that's going on in the last few weeks and going on until the end of the year actually is um, the annual um, Destiel Fan Favourites Survey, um, which is put together by Unforth. Um, there's links to it from Tumblr. Um, I'm pretty sure that the, it's been shared all over Twitter and everything, but there's basically a like Google form that you go in and you list um, your favourite fix of the year, and they all go into a big um, collection for the fan favourites. Um, so it's worth, if you read Fix this year that you loved, um, you can go and, and put them into the, the survey and those Fix will be added to the Fan Favourites collection. Um, it's a great way to recognise some Fix that perhaps didn't even get as much of a spotlight as others, um, that, but that you loved and you want to make sure other people see. Always an exciting time of year when the Fan Favourites survey comes out. Yeah, see lots of lots of happy authors that they got included and people get to go back through their bookmarks and find things that they've forgotten about and it's a good time of year when the, the fan survey comes out yes um and i'm glad that it's going it goes for a few weeks and i it's, it's open until the end of december um because i haven't put mine in yet i must <laughs> go and go yeah, through I my need to do mine as well i did a little kind of 
promoting of it here or there, reminding other people to fill out theirs and kind of think of things that they might have overlooked or that they think deserve more attention. But uh, I didn't actually fill out mine yet, so <laughs> I need to do yeah, that. Yeah, me too. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Christmas um, and holiday fic. Um, I think a lot of in a lot of cases, um, people love to write holiday fics for um, either as to give to pe- other people as gifts even like, for Christmas but they often tend to be very short and uh, fluffy um, I find um, or their timestamps of their existing work that they've published during the year or something that they have decided that they'd like to include um, or, or write an extra scene or two for you know holiday kind of theme um, sometimes they're also um, larger like long fix will have like Christmassy like holiday scenes um throughout like in you know inside them I guess yeah like quite often you'll get a bigger fic with you know just some Christmas portions in it um and various other holidays as well especially if people are writing something that maybe takes place over the course of a year or a school year or something like that quite often they'll have lovely Christmassy sections in them um yeah, so it's not actually that easy to find um, stories that are revolve around Christmas even. Um, when we're looking through them, a lot of them seem to be quite short, like only, you know, up like a few thousand words at most. So, but they're almost yeah, but always... we did manage to find three. So. We did. But they're almost always very fluffy and romantic. Um, so they're our favourite sorts of things <laughs> this time of year. <laughs> So the first fic we're going to talk about today is Christmas in July by Follow Your Energy, who we have had as a guest on this podcast before. Um, it was published in 2019, and it's almost 30,000 words, just 29,000, um, and it's rated mature. There is a little bit of smut in there. It's not a you know hugely explicit fic like some of them are, but there there is a sex scene in this one. And the summary goes... When Dean Winchester follows a service dog who won't leave him alone, he finds Cass Novak passed out in a stairwell with a Christmas tree on top of him. A Christmas tree. In July? Who does that? Turns out that Cass does that, and once he gets to know the snarky, independent, handsome man, Dean can't help but fall for him. A story about being seen. And I think the end of that summary is pretty important with this story, because this story does have Castiel as a blind man, um, which is quite key to the story is it's how he ends up with a Christmas tree on top of him yeah <laughs> so what did you think of this one? Oh, I love this one um, so I think last year when this was posted um, Mary posted it uh, serially over a few days just before Christmas so it was sort of a, a fluffy um, you know, extra chapter each day that was just heartwarming and lovely um, but one of the things I like I love the most about this particular fic is that Cass is just really sassy (laughs) like he just and I mean Dean's all getting upset about the fact that um, he keeps accidentally saying things like oh let's go and have a look or something and then he realizes that Cass is blind and he shouldn't have said that (laughs) and then Cass is like what are you talking about you can say that like I don't care (laughs) and so he's always just giving giving um, Dean heaps back like I just really love that yeah, he is very snarky in this, and I really like that too. And he will kind of mess with Dean about it a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah, he does. Because obviously he's completely used to being being blind by that point. He takes it in stride and is, if anything, a lot less worried about it than Dean is. So um, 
he does mess with him a bit at several points in the fic and very much enjoyed that dynamic yep i think one of my favorite things about this story is even though it, it is very christmas focused by the kind of continuing theme of the christmas trees throughout the whole story um it does actually cover kind of a whole year of time i think or maybe even more pretty sure it was a year mm. yep don't quote me mary but i think it was a year <laughs> um but even so and you're focusing on these other holidays but you still have this kind of christmas link running through really lovely the the initial christmas tree he buys from a yard sale and his reasoning is that it's cheaper to get it in july um and that he can you know takes it home from this yard sale that he has and then decides he's going to have a christmas in july tree um so he has this hideous stinky yard sale tree which gene is just horrified about um and it's covered in lovely things like flip-flops and sunglasses and (laughs) tacky kind of christmas like dollar store july decorations um i think that's such a good introduction to Cass's character in this yes and i it's actually funny christmas in july kind of um thing because obviously i'm in the southern hemisphere and (laughs) christmas for me is about being hot and and flip-flops and sunglasses so um like whenever i tell people about that who live who have never been to summery places for christmas um they're always boggled by that they're like how, how what do you mean it's hot in christmas it's weird um but when when i was actually in the in the uk if we had a christmas in july party um in july um and it was lovely it was, it was warm we sat outside it was sunny we had presents it was just it was perfect it was like home and all our friends were just like this is the weirdest thing i've ever seen that's just a random factoid that's really lovely though it was it was really i like that i do i do enjoy like a snowy christmas yes Um, yes i did enjoy i was even when i was in england we would sometimes go away for christmas just to get somewhere that was snowier because england tends to be more on the rainy side than the snowy side usually for christmas (laughs) (laughs) um so we would you know travel to kind of you know other countries for a few days because you know we, we were lucky to be able to do that we had kind of family all over the place so uh, we could go and do that so in my mind i do like a snowy christmas yeah there's I'm crossing definitely my fingers something. for this year but I'm, i have a feeling i'm not going to get my wish this year but oh really no oh. well it's it's not going to be super hot here look in the in a couple of oh my god it's only a couple of days away anyway anyway let's talk about this figure <laughs> getting sidetracked to get too, but to um you know worried about the fact that christmas day is only a couple of days um so there there are dogs in this there's like a a, a service dog in this one yes so Cassio has a service dog his name is zeppelin which um obviously dean is very fond of um immediately he gets on with with zep immediately at the beginning of the fic um and obviously he plays kind of quite a key part in it and i love how expressive mary made him that you know sometimes when the two of them are being stupid about something the, the dog will kind of give them a look or <laughs> kind oh. of walk over and, and and sniff one of them so i love the fact that the dog itself is a, you know a character it's very intelligent just like a service dog is um yeah. You know, everyone everyone loves an animal in a fic, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. 
especially when there's when it's an AU and nothing like a modern AU nothing scary is happening to the animal <laughs> it's a very <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> the, the, ne- never hurt the animal okay yeah that's right. <laughs> just just have nice fluffy animal times yeah so I did really like Zep as a character in this I also really liked that Cass himself was so very kind of independent he works as a physical therapist um and has kind of a you know a good job and an active life and does all these things and dean ends up being the one that at a couple points in the thick ends up thinking you know well does he really need me at all <laughs> like just does he need me in his life at all he's which i think was a really nice way of doing it yeah and of course he does he, he's of course a, a he little does. bit lonely on his own but um even though he's he's getting around and, and perfectly functioning independently. Yeah. Yeah, there's a really nice analogy that Mary uses in this fic about cake. Um, it's probably not, not a spoiler just to go into depth on the kind of analogy that turns up a couple of times in this, where uh, Dean is talking about cake and how cake doesn't always need frosting to be perfect. You can have you know, a really delicious flourless chocolate cake that is just as wonderful as something with a bunch of frosting and sprinkles on it. Yep. And sometimes you just have to find the people in life who enjoy your cake for what it is and don't just want your frosting. <laughs> yeah. So, because Dean has a lot of frosting in this fic. Dean is a model. Um, we all know he looks like one anyway, but he is actually one <laughs> in this fic. Right. So, Dean, Dean's the one with lots of frosting, but he also... Has, has plenty of cake going on. It sounds like I'm talking about his butt, but I'm actually not. <laughs> for once. <laughs> oh, it's a really lovely, um, you know, analogy about, you know, accepting people for who they are as well. Um, this fic does have some, some lovely um, sort of soft scenes between them and a very happy ending. So um, if you need some, you know, feel-good, heartwarming Christmas romance, um, and this is definitely worth a read um yeah it's a nice way to spend a little while before christmas oh gosh i just remembered as well you made a manip for this fic <laughs> i did so if you want to see some lovely eleanor was art you can catch some in this story at the end of i believe it's chapter 10 Oh, I did a very too. sexy okay. little art piece. Yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> we were going to get away without mentioning that, ago? but no, it wow. was. That was a whole year ago. Oh wow, that <laughs> feels like a really. I forgot all about that. So yes, great art piece by our lovely Ellen there, which I'm now staring Thank at, it's taking up the entirety of my screen, and I'm not complaining. <laughs> it is a very large image. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh. Right. Okay, shall we move on to our second story we're going to recommend? <laughs> um, so the second one is um, called The Bad Santa Claus. Um, it's written around the same time as um, Christmas in July, but uh, it was by Castile's Lost Wings, Jay Scribbles, Malmuters, Ping Nova, and Sopsicles. Um, all of our little writer besties in a group there um, that's uh, have written this wonderful, um, you know, several chapters, 74,000 words um, and explicit. And 
summary goes, a quiet pre-Christmas hunt goes terribly wrong for the Winchesters, Castiel and Jack, when Dean accidentally murders Santa Claus. Ho, 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 bitches. So this is loosely based on the Santa Claus movie that sort of, I don't know how old it is now, but quite a number of years old now, I suppose. Um, the one with yeah, Tim Allen where now, isn't he accidentally kills Santa and then um, ends up having to take over the role of Santa. Um, so it's not it's not very much like the movie in actual content. It's just that premise of, um, you know, Dean accidentally killing Santa and having to, um, you know, it's a curse then that uh, he is has to become Santa. So... I don't know. I you guys did such an amazing job with this one. I for some reason I never actually read the entire thing last year. I only read the first few chapters and um and didn't get a chance to read the rest. So I reading it now, I'm I'm disappointed that I didn't actually read it that back then because it's so amazing. I love it. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that you liked it. It was so much fun to do because we got to take that concept like you said from the movie which could be like quite kind of cracky really like quite a silly kind of thing but we kind of took it that bit more seriously and put it as a like a canon story and tried to draw parallels between Dean kind of losing control of himself to Michael and then losing control of himself to this Santa magic that he encounters Um, and it was so much fun to do yeah because I there were so many twists and turns like I I wasn't really sure what was going to happen next it was just like one minute they're all um you know they're trying to solve the the curse and um obviously running through it is a a destial sort of romance story so Dean's also um, worried that Cass is now like they, they have a moment in like the first chapter where they are getting close and then you know they kind of both back out and so he's worried the whole time that that Cass has sort of got the wrong idea and you know so you've got two kind of running stories at the same time but then suddenly these elves show up and there's like <laughs> it's just the whole thing is amazing so it does actually feel like it's almost crack but you know it could actually be a real case that they have to deal with at some point where they have to try and work out how to how to um you know break the curse and uh, and Dean's just not having any of it he doesn't want to be involved he doesn't want to be Santa he refuses to get in the sleigh it's like He's just really um, against the whole thing. Um, and I loved that that Dean and Sam, I'm sorry, that Sam and Cass were more kind of, look, you're going to have to roll with this a little bit here. Like, come on, <laughs> you're not getting out of this. Yeah, they tried to be sympathetic as much as they can, kind of could be, but they kind of drew the line at him ruining Christmas for millions of children. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was so also the know. side of it that if he didn't, if he didn't go along with it, things were going to go really badly. <laughs> like if you, if you know, the curse was going to sort of make things really bad. So, yeah. Yes, yeah. definitely looking out for him there as well. And throughout this curse that's put on him and, and the kind of changes that he's forced through, Dean really develops some kind of very intense body image issues in the middle of this fic, um, which yeah. were actually really fun to play with because we don't usually think of Dean like that or at least I don't generally I kind of mostly think of him as being kind of pretty confident and comfortable with who he is in that way um so it was really interesting to throw that at him 
and see how he handled it and kind of do some, I guess, kind of like a, a little bit of narrative about how lots of people feel that way and lots of people are actually very happy that way and him having to kind of adjust his thinking a little bit about who he is. So it was a lot yeah. of fun. And obviously throwing Cass into that and Cass just doing his best to, to really be supportive, but also not really getting it to a, <laughs> to a certain extent, but supporting Dean regardless. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want to say too much about um, what happens because, um, because there are a lot of twists in this and I don't want to spoil anything because um, actually each new thing that happened, I just, a couple of points I actually laughed out loud because it was just so crazy and um, so I wouldn't want to spoil anything. But I would suggest that um, definitely give this one a read if you're after something lighthearted and, or even there's, there's some angst in the middle of this as well. Like they're, they're pining, both of them are pining after each other <laughs> for a fair bit of it. Um, and there's some scary points where things can sort of start to go really wrong, but you know, these, you, you group of writers here are my favorites for a reason. Like this is a really well-written story and, um, I really loved it. So thank you. <laughs> uh, I can't crawl under the desk cause I'm not <laughs> sad at one. No. <laughs> this is becoming a habit. Uh, there are some, stuff again. some angsty bits, but no, we need to put a stop to that. <laughs> no, there's definitely a few little angsty bits, but then on the other hand, you have Jack on light up roller skates careening around the bunker. So, you know. Oh, it's, Jack was like such a good part of this too. Like he, he just brought the absolute joy of, um, you know, having a Christmas to life, you know, <laughs> like he was so excited about everything, which is just perfect. Yeah, he really bought the Christmas tree. Yeah. So our third story that we'll be covering today is Snow Place Like Home, But My Home Is With You by El Masi. Um, it's an explicit fic, um, 47,000 words, almost 48. Um, and it was, this is a slightly older one, it was published in 2015, I think. Yeah, that's right, 2015. Um, this is also a kind of canon story. Um, it's, she said that it's set um, during kind of season 10, if season 9 had been completely different. Um, so, although it's in the canon universe, it's not tied to a particular episode or anything like that. And the summary for this one goes... It's Christmas Eve, and Dean, Sam, and Castiel are snowed into a small town with big festive spirit. They smudge on a fancy room in a B&B. Hey, they deserve a treat. There's a tiny plastic tree and a working TV, so they could perhaps overlook the lack of hot water and Dean having to bunk with Sam. Sleeping arrangements soon reach a happier equilibrium. Dean's just cuddling Cass to keep him warm, he swears. The tingly feeling means nothing. Christmas Day arrives, and Cass doesn't have a gift for Dean. Dean doesn't know what to give Cass, either. Sam has a few ideas, but will the other two truly understand what he means? So this was a new fic for me. I've read a lot of Almasi stuff, but for whatever reason, I'd never come across this one before. Mm -hmm. um, so I was really excited to get to read this for the podcast. And I absolutely loved it. I really adored this fic. It had me laughing out loud in parts and also kind of squeeing and awing at my screen <laughs> at various <laughs> points as well. It's super sweet. Like I, I, a lot of Almasi's fix are like that. They're, um, they're really good at sort of bringing 
a really sweet kind of romance to to things um there's like there's some really uh lovely Christmassy like winter tropes in this one too so we've got bed sharing we've got they're snowed in in a town like and a and b um yeah i think Cass is having some odd dreams and he's losing his grace so he's a bit confused about everything and uh yeah i don't i don't know i i didn't actually get a chance to read all of this one but the bits the few chapters that i did read i loved the way that um that it's all so sweet and lovely so yes tell me more about this one (laughs) yeah you must finish i will i will story because (laughs) i don't know if you got to christmas day with the exchange of gifts yet in this one um i won't spoil it for everybody but Cass goes out and picks a gift for dean um he's been taking some advice from sam possibly misinterprets some of the advice from sam isn't quite sure where he's going with it or if he should follow through with it um so he picks out a gift for dean um, which Dean then then opens um, in the middle of a kind of Skype call with a bunch of, of their friends and family. Um, so I believe that Charlie is in on this Skype call, possibly Jody. Um, obviously Sam is there, and Dean opens this gift, which oh, <laughs> the secondhand embarrassment that I had. It was one of those moments where I had to like put down the phone and just get up and walk around the room quickly before I could carry on reading. It was amazing. It was so funny. Um, And it was so well-intentioned. And in a way, it was the perfect gift for Dean. But it may not have been exactly the right moment. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. I'm looking forward to getting to that part. (laughs) The the thing I've I've enjoyed so far is um, actually Sam being like, He's, he's a true shipper in this one. He's like, he knows that we're, how they feel about each other. And he just, he's like, oh, come on. You guys can do it. Yeah, he's really trying on both sides. Like, come on. <laughs> so, and they do get mistaken for a couple, even, I think, quite early on in this fic. And just kind of, they both just let it go. Like, they don't, like, Dean doesn't crack them at all. <laughs> Yeah. people who are making these assumptions and Cass just kind of barrels on like normal um, not really reacting to it and personally I love it when they do that for some reason where it, it comes up that, that they may be a couple and they've been mistaken that way and they just sort of roll with it Yeah, <laughs> it's just a, a little a little trope that I really enjoy for some reason I wish they'd done that in the fic in the, in the, fic, in the show I wish they'd done it in the show more <laughs> that would have been so fun yeah yeah this fic is definitely explicit. Like once they once they get there, they're there. <laughs> yes. They 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 are all in when they get to that point. Um, it's very well written. It's very nice to read. Very hot. Would recommend. <laughs> um, but it's also very sweet as well, which I think, like you said earlier, about um, fics in general that like do have that kind of kind of sweetness to them, which a lot of us like. That's what we come for. Yeah. So. And uh, even during the kind of smutty parts of the fic, they still have that feeling, which which I like a lot. Yes. Um, I, I liked that early on there's canon tie-in with, uh, um, with Dean sort of implying that uh, John would leave them alone for, for, you know, multiple days over Christmas when they were kids. I mean, it really, it's, it's a good setup for 
them having like a proper Christmas afterwards, you know, because it meant like as children they did, didn't really get a chance to do that. Um, because like they'd be in a, a motel somewhere and it'd just be the two of them and they didn't have any money so they couldn't do anything and you know that's so sad you know past for past them yeah one of, one of those things that's so sad and that like authors do use quite a bit because i mean it, you know they have a lot of basis in canon for that sort of thing um yeah and it's and it can be used particularly well when they're doing stories like this where they can compare and do something slightly different as adults so and it is a very very sweet Christmas that they end up having. They end up getting like a little tree for their hotel room and like decorating it. I think they actually kind of like make decorations like they're there with like markers, like we like you would do kind of as like a family activity or with kids. Yeah. Um, and making decorations in the hotel room. It's pretty adorable. Yes, I did. I did read that part. That was super cute. And <laughs> making paper chains and whatever. Yeah, I'm really enchanted with the idea of like Castus sitting there with his markers, yes. <laughs> making these making these chains. I love it. <laughs> so they, um, Almasi does say in the author note that he set out to write the fluffiest fluff that could ever fluff, <laughs> making use of a whole host of my favourite Christmas fig tropes, and so I think he succeeded quite well. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, fully succeeded. Yeah. So definitely read this one if you like a good dose of fluff and tropes packed in from end to end because as fanfic readers we do love our tropes we do i'm definitely going to finish this one very soon <laughs> do it do it yes <laughs> well uh, at this time of year um at, at like just before christmas usually there's a huge outpouring of um fix relating to christmas so i'm sure that there's plenty out there like these are from last year or earlier um, the ones we've discussed but there are plenty more coming out each day um, during this week um, yeah so there's a, a new bang that's that's um, just been put together this year called Destiel Life Mark Bang which the idea was to take um, you know a cheesy Christmas a Hallmark movie or Lifetime movie cheesy holiday movie and make it into a Destiel romance so there's been a whole bunch of fix posted in the last week or so that um, are all like some of them are only short they're a few thousand words but you know there are some longer ones as well um, so I'll put a link to the the whole the, the bang collection um, on the on the post so you can have a look and see what's been posted there and there's some really awesome looking ones that I'm looking forward to getting into at some point um, but we've got a Christmas few... is definitely the time for cheesy Hallmark movie type fic, I think. Absolutely. Um, we've got a few others in the list here that um, we might like to mention um, as, you know, recommend. Okay, so if you're in the mood for a festive canon fix-it fic that will not only give you some lovely Christmas feelings, but will fix the end of the show by being divergent from episode 19 of season 15 um, then you should check out All I Want for Christmas is You um, by And I Meant It to Sting on AO3 um, it's 3,000 words, it's not very, you know, a very long chunky fic um, but it's very sweet, it's got some really strong found family feelings in it um, obviously it does have a reunion between 
Dean and Cass. I don't think that's a spoiler to say. I know we're all hoping for that. Wouldn't be fixed if that didn't happen, right? Um, and and it is Christmas themed, um, taking place in the bunker with, like I said, their whole kind of found family going on. All of the kind of canon or almost canon couples that that we like um, in this. Um, so definitely go and check that one out if you'd like some some found family Christmas in the bunker and to fix season fifteen at the same time. Yep. Um, and if if you are you know in that boat where you can never get enough cake, um, <laughs> uh, Mandela Rose also published a uh, recently published a fix it fic um, diverging from fifteen nineteen. Um, it's it's kind of the same deal. It's like a uh, Christmas in the bunker with all of the family, like with the Wayward Girls and with um, you know everyone except Cass until later. I won't give anything away, but um, yeah, she also posted that recently, and it's a really beautiful, um, you know, Christmas celebration in the bunker with all of the family as well. So you know, you can never have too many fix it fix involving all the things that we kind of missed about the, the actual finale with the you know the family and everything. Um, yeah, I, I think we'll be ben. fixing it for many years to come. Yes, perhaps we will. Um, but yeah, that one's called New Holiday, um, and it's really super sweet as well. So check that one out. Okay. Um, so if you enjoyed the sound of the kind of collaborative effort that made um, Bad Santa claws come together, then another pick that you might want to look at um, is Christmas Don't End in Blood, which was the Bunker Secret Santa 2018. So this was published the Christmas before last. Um, and it's basically essentially exactly what it sounds like. It's um, a story with a secret Santa taking place in the bunker with all of your kind of favorite canon characters um, from, you know, Dean and Cass through to Jack and Rowena and some of the AU characters like Maggie and um, I think Claire is in this as well. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head who is in this. Pretty much, pretty much everybody that that we love. Um, and they do a, a secret Santa in the bunker. And obviously there is a, a Destiel story woven in there um, that it comes about in the end. And each chapter is from the point of view of a different character, so you can see them kind of shopping for their gift and trying to work out you know, who they were going to have to buy for um, and how those gifts end up being received at the end of it in the bunker. So, that um, and that one was sweet. written by a bunch of a bunch of different authors as well. Um, I believe it was... let me see... Um, Mittenwraith, Winjenster, Castiel's Karma... I think there were some others in there as well which aren't showing up on AO3 at the moment. I, um, since we got to talk about your fic in this episode too, I'm totally going to throw um, in the fact that um, it's a few years ago now, I think it's probably like three years ago, when, um, I've written, I wrote a fic with um, CB Firestarter called My Christmas Valentine, um, which is kind of a similar thing to, to that last one, I guess, they're, they're having Christmas in the bunker and they're buying gifts for each other and um you know dean gets the wrong idea no sorry Cass gets the wrong idea about the present that dean has bought for him and you know shenanigans ensue but um yeah i've got to throw that one in there because i really loved writing it it was really super sweet to write so um 
it's a few years old now, but it's still I I, I go back and reread it now and then for Christmassy time because I really loved um, writing it with CB. And there's a there's a um, like a sequel to it, which is a Valentine's Day thing. So you'll get it. It's nice. <laughs> awesome. I love it when I read a fic and then there's like a little bit more because a little sequel. I think I'm done, and then there's just a little something extra. So, always a nice treat. Okay, so we've we've got a few more on the list that um that we will definitely post in the um in this episode post. So check it out. Have a look on uh, mixtapebookclub.com. Hopefully that covers you for all your holiday reading needs. Um, and if there's any others that we haven't mentioned that you love or that have a, a new fix that have come out that you think we should um, add to the list, then please let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, for those moments where we're trying to avoid family and read fic in the corner because <laughs> I know at some point this Christmas I'll be doing that so. <laughs> I'll be probably up Christmas night after we're done with all the lunch stuff I'll be like okay no one touch me I'm going away <laughs> Just <laughs> no one touch me it's Destiel time <laughs> yeah that's right so if you'd like to get in touch with us um, you can do that through any of our social media um, accounts they're all at Mixtape Book Club on various, you know, platforms. Um, or you can email us, contact at mixtapebookclub.com. Um, and we'd love to hear from you. In the next episode, we're going to be doing a brief wrap-up of 2020, talking about some of our favourite fix for the year um, and some of the most popular stories that came out this year. Um, so do join us for that in the new year. Um, now we will be continuing to talk about Bestial Fic for, I would imagine, many months to come at this point. <laughs> We've got a lot to get through. <laughs> there is. There's a lot of it and more every day. <laughs> so thank you for listening and we'll talk to you again soon. And we'd like to wish all of you a very happy holidays. And as always, remember that the story isn't over until we say it is. Mm-hmm.